Local Matters brings you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. I'm Mel McMahon, and today we'll get the story of how Joey Boykley started Johanna Design. We'll talk about the challenges and the successes along the way and why supporting local businesses really matters. You're listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana-owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Find local at indianaowned.com. Joey, welcome to the All Indiana Podcast Network studio. It's so great to have you on the show. Yes, I'm very happy to be here. You brought some amazing work with you, and I see you have Hannah on yourself as well. For those that are not familiar with Hannah, tell us what it is. So henna comes from a plant. It's a natural dye that stains the skin for like one to three weeks, depending on where it is on the body. So I do both henna and jagua, and jagua is like a bluish ink that stains the skin as well. So where would people normally see this? Um, so it's very popular at festivals and fairs, um, but also in lots of different places in the world. Talk about the culture behind it a little bit. So henna is used in many different countries in the world, um, most popularly known for being in India, but it's also in different areas in Africa, in the Middle East, in Asia, other places in Asia. And then jagua is from South America. And the culture behind henna is it's used for different religious events, different celebratory events like weddings or engagements and things like that. And then it's also used to mark different statuses in culture in like South America for the jagua. Well, it's absolutely beautiful. Describe for our listeners what is on the bottom of your arm here, kind of stretching through your hand and your fingers. So I did just like a a floral design. It's very flowy, um, and there are two big flowers, and it extends to my index finger and up my wrist a little bit. And then I have little designs on my other fingers as well. How long does something like that take you? Um, On someone else, this would probably take about seven minutes. On myself, it takes about 15, yeah. That, you could do that in seven minutes. Probably less. It, it depends. <laughs> wow. It's, it's gorgeous. What's the process of coming up for the design? So I typically don't have a set design in my head when I start, but usually I just start with one element and then grow from there. It kind of builds itself, see what feels right in the moment. Um, but I use what looks like a tiny piping bag, like for cake decorating, but it has the ink in it, and you just squeeze it out gently as you go. And this, if you squeeze more, it makes the line thicker. If it's less pressure, it, the line will be thinner. It's so intricate. It's so detailed. It's amazing that you do that so quickly and with basically a cake decorating bag. Yeah, you'll have to get one so that you can see how quick it is. I, I would my bag. love one. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. We should totally do that before I leave. That's yeah. amazing. Tell us about the other forms of art that you've incorporated this design into. So it started with pen and ink drawings, um, usually during my lunch break. (laughs) And I would just draw very intricate designs in a pattern, a mandala, things like that. And then that morphed into acrylic paintings. And my favorite medium to work with is wood. So I usually do like wall hangings and use the henna technique to apply the paint. So that's what how I made this piece here. And then I also do watercolor paintings and do some floral henna style patterns over that. And then that morphed into doing digital designs, and that's how the coloring book came about. Well, this one here, so this is a smaller circle. It kind of looks like a, like a quilting hoop, you know, and it, it looks like lace. It's that detailed, and it's so 
precise and to see it in coloring book form. I mean, we've, we've had this in the Indiana gift store, the coloring book, stress relieving henna inspired designs. Talk about this book. It is beautiful for one, but each picture has a little bit of a description on the back of where that came from. So talk about how this coloring book came to be. So I had been wanting to make a coloring book for years, and I just never focused on on that. And during the quarantine of April and May of 2020, I sat down and made a coloring page every single day for, I don't know, 20 days or so. And I had that as a free download on my website so people that were stuck at home could do something, you know. And then at the end of 2020, I compiled them into a coloring book and added a few extra designs, edited a few, that kind of thing. And then on each page, on the back side of each design has the date it was created and some other details about the pieces. They're beautiful. I mean, do you just come up with this stuff in your head? Yeah, yeah. Um, Some of it, you know, I had people say, oh, do a cat next or do another mandala or, and a lot of it was just, what do I feel like today? And then I would just make something. You are incredibly talented. It's amazing that you've made a business out of this, right? Like, I think that's fantastic and such a risk too. I mean, is this something you always knew you wanted to be growing? You're like, I'm going to grow up and be a henna artist. I mean, what did you want to be when you were a little kid? So I had no idea that I would be doing this, um, but I... Went to university for music technology, um, and about halfway through, I took an art class as a general ed requirement. Fell in love with doing the art in the class, but I also didn't feel like I could switch my major at that point. Mm -hmm. And I also started doing henna that same year. So it kind of just happened, and it turned into like a hobby, then like a side job just for some extra money, and then it just grew from there, really. And then in, I graduated in 2014, started working a full-time job, and continued to do henna as often as I could. So it kind of just became a passion that I wasn't expecting. So, Joey, you were talking about studying music technology. What, what happened to that? I mean, you obviously took a different direction. So I originally wanted to go to dental school, um, and I got a scholarship for music um, to go to the University of Indianapolis, and that's kind of how it happened. I also loved music a lot. I was involved in all of the um, show choirs, concert choir, all of the things in high school that kind of led me to study that in college. And so were you singing? Like, What were you doing? Yes, I was a vocalist. I studied uh, vocal performance and then had a concentration in music technology um, and also did uh, guitar and piano. So what happened to that dream? What changed? So music school is very intense. And while I still loved it, I it was a lot. Um, I wound up not enjoying it as much as I originally thought I would. You know, I think that happens more often than people want to admit. And I'm sure quitting was not an easy decision for you. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about what you were going through and how you decided to move forward with something else. Um, Well, I found a lot of peace in in art. You know, it was something that I could do by myself and not necessarily have to perform it or show it to anybody at at the beginning. Um, And so it became kind of like a safe haven, like an escape in that in a way. And so I still really enjoy music, but now I do it on my own time when I want to, um, instead of as um, rigorous as the school was. Music school is intense. How were you exposed to henna in the first place? I mean, I've seen it on like PBS, right? Or, you know, some friends, they maybe have tattoos. But what was your first introduction to henna? So it started when I was six years old. So it's been a lifelong love of mine. 
Um, but my mom was very interested in different cultures and particularly like the Indian food, the dancing and the language. And so she took my sister and I to a cultural event at a public library. And then I got my first henna there. And that's kind of how it, it started. I didn't, um, I never thought I would be practicing henna, um, let alone doing it professionally, but it started there. What's the reaction when people see you at events and see what you're doing? Um, usually they are shocked with the talent that I, or the ability that I have to do henna. Um, usually I get a lot of questions about like, how did you learn? How do you come up with the designs? How does it, how does it happen? Um, and usually it's a lot of fascination that I get from people. When did you decide to make this a business? So I would say as a serious business, probably like 2017. 20, yeah, 2017 is when I quit the, the full-time job, the security blanket of a paycheck biweekly and that kind of thing. And um, then I went really full-time in 2019. What made you take that leap? I had a really, I had a lot of people supporting me saying, you know, just give it a shot. At the time, I didn't have a whole lot of responsibility, like a mortgage or or kids or anything like that. And so I just decided, you know what, let's give it a shot. If it doesn't work out, then I will do something else. Well, Joey, what motivates you to keep doing this? I really just love the art, love creating it, love connecting with people in that way, and love seeing people light up when they see the work I do, whether that's henna or painting or um, the digital art. Coming up, the challenges and successes Joey has had along the way and what she wants you to know about starting your own business. This is Local Matters. Local Matters is brought to you by IndianaOwned.com, where you'll find our members that are business owners who want you to know that they live here, work here, and play here. They're the business owners donating food to shelters, sponsoring the Little League teams, and employing hundreds of thousands of people in our state. Every business on IndianaOwned.com falls into one of two categories. They're either an original, meaning the company is Indiana-owned and operated, headquartered here, and not part of an out-of-state chain, or they are a franchise friend, meaning the franchise is Indiana-owned and operated, the owner lives here in Indiana, and is engaged in our community. When you see the Indiana-owned badge, you know you are supporting a local business. And we like to make shopping simple for you as well at our sister company, Indiana.Gifts. Every product you see on there from the coffee mug to the scarf to the candle is made by an Indiana-owned company. Take your picks, send a gift to yourself or send it to a friend, and know that you are supporting local along the way. And we want to thank you for supporting local too. Use the discount code LOVELOCAL at checkout and we'll give you 10% off just to say thank you. We've been chatting with Joey Boykley of Johanna Design, who started her business as a hobby in 2012, but went official in what year? 2017. 2017. Joey, what has been the hardest part about being a business owner? Um, I think the hardest part is being in charge of everything, like doing everything yourself from social media, answering texts or emails, promoting yourself with marketing, like getting out there and being involved, like all of that. It's all on you at first. And yeah. What is something you would do differently knowing what you know now? Anything? Mm -hmm. I think that for me, I would trust myself more, believe in myself more because at first I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this full time. And then when I finally um, started believing in myself or trusting that this was the right direction, everything just flew from there. What's been the most rewarding part about being a business owner? One of the things that I really enjoy about it is encouraging others. A lot of people ask me a lot of questions about how I got started or how I got where I am or all of those things. And it's really cool to motivate other people to give it a shot or continue with it. 
Do you get asked a ton of questions when you're at events? Yes. And people just talk your ear off the whole time? Yes. Yeah. For sure. What is, what's your favorite design to do? You know, it changes every week. I sometimes really like floral and flowy and other times I really like structured and bold. So I don't have a favorite. I can't wait for people to see your work if they have not heard of you before or have not seen it. Like it is just, again, it's incredible. It is absolutely incredible. Joey, what would you tell others that want to start their own business? What do you want them to know? Um, I would say like, get involved with the community in whatever way your business needs to or will want to. Um, being able to get out and talk to people and share what you're doing and continuing to do that um, as frequently as you can. As I mentioned before, you know, you're, you're doing you know, the henna at parties, you have the coloring book, you have the stickers, you have the artwork, you know, what's next? What do you, where do you want this business to go? Um, one of the things that I have done some of in the past, but would like to do more of is teach, um, henna and Jagua. So if there's anyone out there who is interested in learning the history, the art, the technique, the styles, anything like that, um, I will be offering classes. What would you say to someone who wants to learn, but they're scared? They don't think they're good enough. So that's where I was at first. Um, but I think the most important part is to just try because you might surprise yourself. That's, that's what happened to me. I surprised myself with how I was able to kind of start doing it in, in the first place. Elaborate on that piece a little bit more. So I originally started because a friend bought me some henna for my birthday or for another occasion. And it took me months to even try it. And I didn't know anything about henna at the time. Um, but then I did my first design. It was on my my knee, like right there. I could use that as a canvas. And I kind of surprised myself with being able to make the designs. However, I did in middle school do cake decorating as part of 4-H. So I kind of had like a precursor, but I didn't know it. Um, and I just started doing designs all over myself after that and started doing it on friends and family and basically anybody who would let me. And then that's kind of how it started gaining momentum, people started um, asking to do it. Uh, but I was always the person who was at festivals and fairs or any kind of event where there was henna. I was always in that long line trying to get get some henna. So, Well, and I think it's so important to point out that, you know, we're not always good at things on the first try, mm-hmm. right? Like you just, you got to go for it. And, you know, it's, it's funny, you know, I say, oh my gosh, that's gorgeous. You know, I, I think I've probably said gorgeous in this podcast more than any other podcast I've ever done. But, you know, like when I'm on TV and people are like, oh, you're such a natural. I'm like, I've been doing this for 20 years. Like if I Mm -hmm. wasn't making it look natural, like something's wrong, right? You know, like we've worked really, really hard to get good at what we do. So what encouragement would you give to someone who maybe they want to try henna or maybe it's a different form of art or maybe it's playing the piano, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many things that make this world beautiful, What advice would you give to someone who's scared? Um, Practice, really. Like, practice as often as you can with henna specifically. I, at one point, mostly during 2020, um, I was practicing, like, at least an hour a day. Just getting those lines, getting those dots, getting the pedals all even. And with anything like that, like with music, too, you would just have to practice and be willing to make mistakes and learning from those. Why does supporting local and being known as Indiana-owned matter to you? So supporting local has become a huge passion of mine because it builds community and it brings like light to what you're doing in your community, whether that's a service or an art or whatever else it may be. 
being able to connect with people and really build what you have in your community. That's really what, why it's so important to me. How long have you been an Indiana-owned member now? I mean, it's been a couple years. A couple years. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been a while. It's been a while. And so it's it's great to see how things have evolved. You know, when you first joined, it was really was, you know, the actual henna, you know, at events and to see the coloring book and see you have a ton of stickers behind you now too. To see that evolution is just, it's really amazing just to watch your business grow and see you at all kinds of different events. Yeah. And see your name at different things and see you on TV, right? Doing all kinds of stuff now. Besides IndianaOwned.com, where do we find out more about you and how do we support your business? So you can go to my website. It's johennadesign.com or Instagram or Facebook. I would say Instagram is the one you'll see more on. Um, So both of those are great options. And then I will be at a lot of events. You can find out what events I will be at on my website as well. And how do people get in touch with you about events? Like they just give you a call and say, hey, this is what we want to do? Yeah. So you can call, text, email, message me on my website or social media, any of those ways. <laughs> they all, all the messages go straight to her. Yes. Joey Boykley, thank you so much for being our guest today on Local Matters. And thank you for doing your part to create healthier, stronger communities and more jobs in Indiana. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Local Matters, made possible by Indiana Owned and Indiana Gifts. It's an honor to bring you incredible stories about Indiana-owned businesses making a positive impact in Indiana and the entrepreneurs leading the way. Find local businesses near you or get your business certified local at indianaowned.com. I'm Mel McMahon, and until next time, keep supporting local. Thanks for listening to Local Matters, brought to you by Indiana-owned, distributed by the All Indiana Podcast Network. Find local now at indianaowned.com.